Hello. This is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Friday, the 3rd of July. Uh, it aims to identify the issues raised in today's global economic data and perhaps say a little bit about what lies behind them. Today, however, with the US on holiday and most of the rest of the world's statistics bureaus mostly recovering from the barrage of data they've released this week, there's actually no seriously interesting economic news to be had. Well, Singapore's May retail sales were dreadful, down 52.1% year-on-year, but Australia's were surprisingly recovered, up 16.9% month-on-month after falling 17.7% in April, and France's May to J- January to May budget deficit was up by 40.5% to 117.9 billion euros deficit. But that's about it. There was no other hard news, but in its place, there was another helping of markets PMIs for June. These are economic fast food, uh, a KFC equivalent, ubiquitous, tasty if you're in the mood, but of negligible nutritional value. For what they are worth, all today's services PMIs improved quite noticeably in June, but only in Spain at 50.2 and France 50.7 was the improvement enough to suggest that the decline of the coronavirus months had been halted. So, in the absence of hard economic data, I'm going to take this opportunity to update you on the results of Coldwater Economics Shocks and Surprises indexes. Uh, These indexes uh, take information from approximately 500 uh, different data releases every month. The global index has been modestly positive for a month now and is currently running at plus 0.24, while the 12-month is still negative, as it has been almost uninterruptedly since October 2018. Breaking down the global totals, the confidence indicator is now quite steeply positive at about plus 0.1, which is as good as it's been since February. But, of course, the 12-month remains negative. Perhaps why that's why the capital goods index also remains negative. And finally, if we look at inflation indicators, that tells us we've just been through some very sharply disinflationary or deflationary times. But over the last month, that deflationary impulse has almost entirely quietened down and burned itself out. As for the regions, the US is sharply positive on a four-week basis and weekly so on a 12-month basis. Asia is modestly positive on a four-week basis, but on a 12-month basis has been negative since early 2018. And Europe has just about returned to the break-even point, though remaining negative on a 12-month basis as it has since mid-2018. Why do these indexes matter? What do they mean? Well, if pressed, I'd say that properly interpreted relative movements in the short-term indexes are aligned with relative short-term movements in financial asset prices. And I do stress the word relative. Meanwhile, the longer-term 12-month indexes form part of the background to longer-term expectations. You can, if you like, consider them inputs mapping to Kahneman's Type 1 and Type 2 thinking and aim to capture consciously those impulses which are felt mainly unconsciously. Well, that's it for today. Monday resumes with some potentially interesting hard data. Germany factory orders, UK new car registrations, Eurozone retail sales, and in the US, the ISM non-manufacturing composite index. 
Thank you for listening, and if you've got something out of it, please help me spread the word about the bulletin in any way you feel like. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, or indeed about the shocks and surprises indexes, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.